Welcome back to the Unmasked Podcast. My name is Stuart. That is Stan Bush once again. I'm across the table from a man who is air drumming like he's never air drummed before. Jason, how are you, my friend? Awesome, man. It's great to get the full repertoire of Stan Bush back to back. Yeah, with two songs, basically. And yep. Lise is shaking her head as she does <laughs> regularly during the intro. <laughs> um, disapprovingly. Uh, should we just... Mm. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it's pretty I good. feel great. feel good. Really happy. Surely Sam Bush's, uh, you know, Spotify numbers have gone through the roof. Mm. Yeah. Through the absolute proverbial roof That's these right. days. It's like quality food. Not everyone has the right palate to really <laughs> pick up the nuances. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Lisa just doesn't have the right musical palate. Sorry, my, my bad. She has an immature musical palate, yes. I think is what you're saying. Yeah. She is more the, um, she's having a, a pizza with just cheese. Yeah, mm. and whereas, thinking that's a high class. Whereas meal. we've got artichokes, we've got olives, we've got <laughs> there's uh, drizzling things are dr- things are drizzled. There's some Guys, pesto on there. We're setting a record for being in ten seconds and off totally off track. No, that's no, track, uh, track, and, and in fact, we had a little discussion about this, and I think this will go down well. Uh, we have an Instagram page, which is what's the what's the handle of of the unmasked? It's Instagram? the unmasked podcast underscore au. Unmasked. The Unmasked or the Unmasked, the unmasked podcast, podcast underscore AU. Now go there because we are searching for a new intro song, right? So what? what because we, you know we obviously haven't uh, um, nailed anything down. Two Stan Bush songs in, and there was some <laughs> random song we did a couple of weeks ago <laughs> as well, which was good fun. But um, we want to hear your suggestions. Now a couple of parameters behind the suggestions. We don't want. Uh, something too popular. Like, don't throw out your latest TikTok hit or anything like Which that. Which is why all of my songs haven't made it to the Yeah, intro. so Lisa, uh, you know, being perpetually 22 years old. Thank you, um, In her head, uh, <laughs> continually throws these <laughs> very modern songs. And we don't want to see it. We, we, we want something a little bit more obscure. It doesn't have to be old necessarily, but something a bit more obscure. But it also has to have that. Yeah, it does. What, how do we describe what's what's the words for that vibe? There's energy. Mm. It needs energy. We, we, we want to hit the ground with yeah, good really energy. Because yeah. we're talking about heavy things sometimes, <laughs> and so it's good to set a bit of a upbeat thing. I may or may not uh, make several fake accounts <laughs> <laughs> and just really run our way through my uh, montage playlist. Um, oh, you're going to answer the question for this podcast. Is that what you're saying? You're going to send in your own song? Oh, possibly. Yeah, oh. Good chance. I'll do waste, my best. What a waste of time. I'm really excited. We, we, we're planning a few episodes in advance and we want to do an episode on grief and I'm really excited Look. about the intro <laughs> when it goes like this. <laughs> Welcome. We're talking Welcome about that. Welcome back. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Um, so please put your suggestions. The Unmasked Podcast underscore AU. Give us some song suggestions, and we'll uh, and we'll give, give you a little, shout out. We'll give you a shout out, absolutely. Maybe a free minty or a fantail. No doubt about it. Coming out In of Lisa's budget. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about today, guys? Aside from intro songs and whatever, we got a couple of things on the cards today. Uh, in our last podcast, we did kind of set a bit of a challenge for each other, mm. so it'll be worth checking with that. Later on, we're going to have a listener's question with Lisa. And then we're going to follow that up with a couple of mental health tips for the week. So a, a bit of a bit of a shotgun approach to this podcast. We we missed last week. Now I know there were um, crying literally the thousands and thousands <laughs> of people just turmoil. devastated. Oh. There was turmoil. Um, the, the stock markets collapsed. stock markets <laughs> shut down. Uh, we basically look. It was a we're very busy people, and we just every now and then we just can't. Produce it every week. We try and make this a uh, weekly podcast for daily well-being. You know, take that weekly 
point as um, flexible, flexible, I suppose. <laughs> Up but to interpretation. Yes, exactly right. But it, uh, sorry, but importantly in that as well. Now, previous episodes. This is not necessarily the kind of thing that you necessarily have to listen to every day, every week. In uh, sequentially, is what I'm trying to say. But these are resources, right? So there's so we're trying to equip people and resource people to be able to deal with daily problems, daily well-being issues, and all that kind of stuff. So you know, if you've got a friend who's struggling with depression or um, anxiety, want some more information, go back to the episode with Ferk. If you've got someone who's interested about uh, how society functions and this generation functions, go to uh, our episode with Katie. There's all kinds of different things. We're trying to run a gamut. If you have any suggestions, once again, go to that uh, Instagram page of not just song intros, but uh, things that you'd like us to cover, do that as well. But Jason, I've interrupted you, That's taking fine. us off topic, uh, but we're talking about well, some scatterbond stuff. How we, how are we going? Well, let's let's talk about our little catch-up. Because we set the challenge. We kind of talked about the idea last time, um, how we are o- an overstimulated generation, mm. and so some things to slow down. Stu and I, we set the challenge for each other to try and slow down and read a little bit more fiction. Yes. It that's, always takes you a moment. To Cornflakes packet. Yeah, that's right, on the toilet. No. On the yes, that's right, yeah. How's, how's that gone? Because it's going good. Uh, so I spoke with um, Mr. Ben Pittman, who who helped um, host an episode a couple of weeks back. He's an English coordinator at the school we work at, and uh, recommended a book, The Road, which is uh, a movie starring Viggo Mortis- Morganson, I believe. Uh, oh. I've not seen the movie. I, I didn't want to... Uh, read a book of them, uh, you know, for a What's movie that I've seen. If that yeah, makes sense, yeah. I want to do it the reverse. So um, I have started trying to put in um, some discipline around um, making time to read, and uh, and it's gone all right. Um, certainly haven't finished the book yet. I know some people, Ben Pittman included, just you know, he'll smash a book a week. Uh, it's not my kind of thing um, in terms of my distractibility and whatnot. But what I've also done is I bought and I mentioned this a K safe. Mm. Uh, oh, you did do that, yeah. I did buy it. Has so it, it came in the mail and um, it is a very frustrating piece of uh, technology. <laughs> you constantly because it, it open. Because it works. <laughs> um, so you put it in, you put your phone in and it's clear as well. And I should, probably shouldn't have got the clear one. But you put your phone in or put your whatever. Uh, whatever. I mean, it's not massive. It's kind of like, um, I don't know, it might be able to fit an iPad, but like a smaller iPad maybe. Uh, but you put your phone in and you, you you've got a dial there and you put the dial to however long. So I've sort of been trying to do like, okay, half an hour to an hour increments. So if I put it in there for an hour, um, put it on, it gives you a five-second countdown. At the end of the five seconds, little things come apart. Can you bail in that five seconds? Yes, you can bail, bail in that five seconds. Um, but after the five seconds, you're all, you are you're set. In. You can take the batteries out and the clock will just stop counting down. So it'll still be locked. And... It's it's you could try. It's the kind of material that like okay, if I wanted to genuinely open it, I'd have to get like a sledgehammer and wow. absolutely smash it. So um, <laughs> yeah, so it it is going well. It what it, you know it is. It's going. It's um it's frustrating, but it is good. It's, it's serving the purpose. It's not. It doesn't fix an issue, but it just gives me space in my nights. And I've you know I've sort of planned around okay time I should be spending with my kids That's and awesome. in my family and that kind of stuff. So whatever, whatever. Um, and then it's just, you know, and, and at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, you know, I didn't need the phone that time. It, it's actually fine. You know what I mean? Like the world didn't end. Nothing's happened. It's all good. Um, yeah. Yeah. And when you ignore people's calls and texts, you just you can just sort of say rather than oh look, sorry, he was in the he was in the case safe. <laughs> Couldn't help. Chat sorry. Chat. Not my battle. Yeah, yeah. 
That's How about that. yourself, Jace? So, yeah, we, we were going to read the same book. And then one of our fantastic students from here at Temple released um, their own novel that they've been working on for years. So I thought, I'm going to jump wow. on that. Yeah, so um, one of our great year 12s released this novel called Captured. Okay. And it's awesome. It's I Amazing. started reading that. Uh, it is about – it's kind of has the – Feels to me like it's this dystopian future type thing, kind of like 1984, crossed with a little bit like Tomorrow When the World Began yeah. um, vibe. Good. Like, I'm loving it. It's actually good. But the actual process, and I've only had a couple of reading sessions, so yep. I'm still working on that. But I actually enjoyed the process of slowing down, taking my head out of day to day life, and mm. just having a bit of a read yeah. um, of a fantastic book. It, That's like, awesome. It, it was actually really good. Yeah. Amazing. You 12 have done that. Has done that. Is there a spot for Viggo Morgensen in the potential movie adaptation of Captured? I've already put the request in that it might at least be yeah. an extra in the movie adaptation. Okay. It, sure. would, it would literally make a good movie. Great. Like, it is It is quality. Stuff. Captured. Did you, did you want to shout Captured. out who the author is? Michaela, are you two? I don't know if we want to give... Or just Michaela. Yeah, I yeah. mean, look, well you could, can, you, can you get it anywhere? Yeah, absolutely. On Amazon, you can get it. Oh, Amazon. There it. we go. Mm. Captured. By yep. Michaela Jade, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yep. Um, Very exciting stuff. So, so go to Amazon.com, little little startup um, internet company, Amazon.com, yeah. um, to get that book. But uh, support a local author. Mm. Yeah. No, year 12 student. Mm. Year 12 student. But Already like, published. Unbelievably, yeah. And she did all of her own back. Anyway, that so fantastic. But that was actually as a good practice, helpful. Lise, what did you do for your – what was your challenge? Mine was to condense my social media content – and so because of that, I started an Instagram page for my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Counterproductive. Yeah. In Daisy's <laughs> defence, right. she's hilarious and I just didn't want to miss it. But no, I have been talking to my friend who uh, does a lot of web design and work online, just trying to work out how to make our online presence even more productive, um, less about what I'm getting from it, more about what we're giving out and how we can get the right information to the right audience. So we've probably been working together more to work out how we can best present what we're trying to say mm. while we're saying it. Um, from a Christian perspective, just asking God, challenging my own heart, working out um, the passion for that and being on socials, being present. I did see, we chatted last week about The Social Dilemma, yep. a movie, and I did see on their resource page that they are on the internet um, and they and, and why. They've got like a real ethics, code of ethics page for why they're present on the internet, which is worth looking at on their site. Uh, just because it does explain why socials do have a good place and how to healthily do that. So I've been reading a fair bit of that resource and just refining my process awesome. online. And So the social dilemma, I'll just maybe Google it and you'll, you'll yeah, find where that is. Yeah, socialdilemma.com. And then there's a whole bunch of resources they've got aside from just the movie awesome. where it's like a challenge, of a seven-day challenge of how to detox yourself. That was really good. Yep. Yep, because yep. it's not getting rid of it. It's just helping you get rid of the unhealthy parts. Yeah, cool. Is that... um. Is that an appropriate movie for like an eleven-year-old? Uh, with parents, yeah. With parents, I was sort of so. sitting alongside, yeah, because learning it's, together. It's kind the, of thing. a previous CEO of Google, mm-hmm. uh, and was around when a lot of things were getting created, and it was exciting. And then all of a sudden, it took this dark turn of how do we manipulate humans? Um, it's really interesting. Definitely worth it. Always with parents, I would say. Maybe watch it first and sure. then have a crack. But definitely bits of it we watched with Sam when he was younger for sure. Awesome. Mm. Awesome. Cool. So, Lisa, you've got a listener's question, and this is something we want to be a regular thing. Yeah. We put it out on our Instagram page uh, just yesterday. A lot of questions came through. Um, we obviously probably won't be able to get to all of them, but there's um, probably one that we can look at for our first listener's question. Let's, uh, let's see it. What, what do we call it? Lisa's, Lisa's 
well, Lisa's liaisons. <laughs> Lisa's uh, lingering Lisa. <laughs> There's not a lot of alliteration I can get with yeah. Lisa and like letters. Lisa's letters. Yeah. Lisa's letters. Lisa's letters to we'll, Lisa. We'll come up with a I little think intro. That's a, that's a right. book. Anyway. I'm it going live good. on the page. Need, I'm actually on the... Do we the need another Stan Bush song to I can, intro I can this? quickly oh. chuck on a bit more Stan we, Bush. We no. need something to distract us from this absolute carnage. From now on, I'll find another Stan yeah, Bush song. Stan Bush will work, yep. Go. Okay. All right, so what do we got? All right, listener's question. Do you guys still struggle with the stuff you talk about on the podcast or has it gone away? No. <laughs> She's perfect. No to both. And well, that's the depends. end of the podcast. Yeah, that's who knows. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the mystery. Um, oh, look, great question. Absolutely. That's a great question. Mm. It's a um, question. Life's yeah. a journey. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're by no means there, which is why we're sharing our own selves. Yeah. It's, it's been really um, – all these things are a process and, like, dealing with things that we're struggling with are, is a process, right? And a big part of that process is talking about things. Which I've found doing this podcast, even you know, j- just with um, people I trust and whatnot, you know, and recording it and whatever, uh, has been a really helpful thing for that process. Um, and I, know, I remember the episode that we did, one of the vulnerability episodes we did, uh, where Jace, you spoke about. Um, uh, I don't know if you used this phrase, but like the thing I got out of it was a bit of like imposter syndrome. Yeah, is that is that was I that, didn't use imposter syndrome, but yeah, that was kind of the vi- like you feel yeah. like you're um, you felt like and this is not true of Jace at all, just to be clear, um, but like felt like he was unworthy of conversation or whatever, felt intimidated by these situations. Yep. And that was a really helpful thing because imposter syndrome has been, is something I really struggle with. Um, always constantly feeling like, um, you know, you need to impress or you need to be something more than you are and all that kind of stuff. Or feeling like the thing that you're doing, you're, you're an imposter. You feel like... Uh, you have no right to be doing what you're doing. Um, And so having that discussion with people that you trust has been really helpful, but absolutely, I still struggle with um, elements of that. Um, I've never been someone who has really struggled with like depression or anxiety really a little bit, but but it's been super helpful for me to to chat with people who've sort of gone through those journeys as well. but yeah, I don't know. What are you guys? Yeah, what are your thoughts? Well, like, there's a couple of things because obviously, um, yes, yeah, so I talked about my my um, dep- depression journey at one point, and also talked, uh, yeah, like about like shame and how that affects my life. And so, um, what's important to know is like um, through struggling with that, yes, absolutely have have got the help, learn sk- skills and tools to um, and ways to manage life and myself so that. I am through that and um, mostly victorious over that. But then the other part is is recognising that there are um, probably different parts of me, different habits, different um, default things in my life that that I have now recognised that I can go back um, down those paths. They're, they're, they're well-worn paths in my life. And so um, – but I've learned to be more conscious, had skills and be more um, – deliberate and I guess we'll talk a little bit more about some of those habits later on in terms of like looking after myself better um, or recognizing patterns better and so yeah it's a two two pronged question in terms of like do we still struggle we absolutely still have the um, capacity to struggle like we've talked about some mental health continuum we slide up and down it um, but are we more victorious like one study kind of looked at the whole idea of um, recognizing that people who actually suffer from mental health conditions generally 
long-term have better mental health because they've been more deliberate and diligent about how to um, manage themselves. They've got different habits. Just like some, some people who, uh, like you know, I've got, got friends who have had, um, like, say, heart attacks or something like that, like a little bit older friends. And so they've had to be heaps more cautious of what they eat, how yeah, they exercise. Yeah. So they're more deliberate about looking after that. So That's a really excellent point. And it's fun, interesting. So my stepfather, my mum's husband, yeah, she remarried, and he is um, what can only be described as a, a hippie, well, was a hippie back in the day, was doing copious amounts of drugs and living an absolute life when he was you know, younger and all the yep. kind of stuff like <clears throat> Woodstock, all, everything, every stereotypical thing that you can think of. Very yeah. interesting guy, very interesting story, right? But obviously abused his body for a long, long time, had a lot of health complications. Still does, but... For the, for the past, however long, 20, 25 years, like, treats his body like an absolute, you know, like he does all the right things, mm. you know, to a, to, to a measuring point of view, all this kind of stuff. And he's 74, I think he is now, and his skin is just unbelievable. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> he's just looking at a million bucks. And, um, you know, gen- and like, he's sprightly, goes and walks all the time, and all this kind of stuff. And I sort of just illustrating your point a bit, yeah. you know, people who have gone through these things. And so often when we're people who are kind of just, I don't know, moving in the wind a little bit, we don't take those steps and deliberate th- actions to maybe yep. do, you know, improve things Yeah, with our social presence, with our um, connections, um, physical health, eating well, sleep, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, anyway. Yeah, which is really important to understand about our body. Our body has the the capacity to heal, our brains have the capacity to rewire, and I guess this is what this is about, no matter where you're at, our podcast is trying to give you those tools to be conscious of, um, so you can you can live your best life, even if like yourself, Stu, you've never really dipped right into, mm. you know, being diagnosed with a mental illness, these are all practical how our bodies work well, you don't have to be... Um, you know, experience dehydration to recognise that drinking water regularly is good for you. You Absolutely. don't have to be out in the desert and go, oh, I almost died from dehydration now, I should yeah, start yeah. drinking water, um, to be like, oh, do you know what, life is probably a little bit better, a little bit more healthy if I drink regular water and there's a whole In fact, of- if you're thirsty, you probably are dehydrated. And yeah. it's the same kind of thing, you know what I mean? Like if you are then feeling high levels of depression, it's it, not too late, but it is like, okay, maybe you could have done some things earlier to, yep. to help that sort of stuff. Yep, but you can absolutely turn around and thrive. Yeah. For sure. Lise? Your answer to the question, still struggle or how does that? Uh, I think... I look, Jason and I, when we talk um, outside of our school role in different spheres, we uh, have a different story. So mine is more ongoing. <coughs> Excuse me. But there is a point that we talk that um, says in my story when we went from surviving to thriving. I don't think we've talked about that on here before, have we? Not completely. No. And so there was a point in my life where when I was unwell with Sam that um, I had a real victim mentality. A lot of doctors were saying, we've done all we can, we've tried it all, you've seen everyone, you've tried all these different medications, kind of hands in the air, we don't know what to do with you. And I kind of took that on too and thought, well, I'm, I'm unhelpable, I'm unchangeable, I'm stuck. And it wasn't until I saw a particular doctor called Leszek Kowalski, he's a Polish man, and I went actually to go get some hypnotherapy, just, just stuff to help to try and snap my brain out of this mm. dissociative state I was in. And he served me a new one. And so I was in this rut of just surviving and thinking, you know, I've got all this anxiety and I'm, I'm unwell and I'm never going to get better. And he, he, do I do the voice or just? I would, I would like the voice. I do. We do do it. <laughs> yeah, you can do the voice. Okay, okay. I, so. I walked into his office 
And he said, you know, tell me your story. So I said, oh, you know, well, I've been to all these doctors and, you know, I've tried all this help and apparently, you know, this is really hard to snap out of. And, and he listened and nodded. And then he said, well, when I was five, my mum died in front of me. And he, and he said it, he raised himself on the streets. And then he said, and Lisa, God is good. And he said, you've got, he's like, oh, boo-hoo-hoo, Lisa, you've got all this good going and then he said, you look at this little bit and you're focusing. <laughs> he, he taught me a new, like he went for me. And I, at the time I thought, oh, I hate this guy. But The he, polls get it done. He actually transformed. The, <laughs> the polls? Yeah, I think well, it He is. was brilliant. He said to me that my mind was in, you know, he's like, you've got all these things that are healthy. Your spirit, the Holy Spirit is with you. You've got all these things that are in check, but you're focusing on this small thing. Amazing. And so what I'm trying to say is that there was a point in my life, I went home after that appointment and actually started my <laughs> blog because I thought I don't have to live – like, I can actually walk. The Bible is full of people who walked with a limp and God's goodness was made known through that. So for myself, am I better? No, I'm not. Has God taught me how to thrive with what I've got? Yes, he has. Mm. And so there's different – for me on the – if we're going to talk about vulnerability and the, the um, mental health continuum, I fluctuate a lot. I can tend to be okay and then maybe some days I'm not. But God has taught me regardless of how to keep my spirit well. But also, like Jay said, picked up tools along the way so that you don't, yeah, fully. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, um, But are we still in there? Yes. Like, uh, someone, sorry, said no, to me at the time, you need to praise God from the pit of what you're going through. And, yeah. and it changed my outlook from thinking I have to walk this to like, hang on a sec, I God can do something from this. And from that from that place we minister now while we're still walking it. Mm. So a lot of the things we share, we've just walked or we are yep. walking. Um, and for me, seeing a doctor who actually had experienced anxiety helped me heaps more because I knew that they knew the depth of it. And so to people listening out there, whatever you're going through, what I, what I know is that, that God makes beautiful things out of things that were meant to destroy you. Mm. And he will reshape it and reframe it for goodness. Yeah, Doesn't make it worthwhile, doesn't make it fair, but it makes it, he redeems it all. And so we now minister from a place that tried to destroy us. Yeah. And so that's, yeah, we, we do our job here. We work in churches while we, while we will still walk with a limp. And I think Jesus modelled scars. When he came back, he wasn't ashamed of his, so I'm not ashamed of mine. Yeah, sure. And, it's, I mean, that's so powerfully important. Thanks for that, Lise. Um, and it's important to remember that it's not like this binary, you've done it or you haven't done it. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's just this, without trying to be too corny but it's just like the journey you know what i mean oh, like it's it just it's a process that we're all going through and we can do things along those ways to really hinder that journey or to to to, to, to struggle but you it's not like you, you you're like oh cool sweet tick that box off mm. depression's gone yeah, you know sure. what i mean yeah. or like i've sorted all this stuff out um the world is uh, complex and there's a lot going on. We try and offer some insight and we're trying to get other people to offer insights, I suppose, um, and try and frame that in a real world way. Um, but, it, you know, like it's important to remember that. It's not this binary of yes and no. You've finished it and you've, you're struggling with it or you're not struggling with it. There's days when I struggle with stuff. There's days when I don't struggle with stuff. Mm. And there's days when the sun is shining and I'm feeling top of the world and there's days when I'm like, I feel like crud and I have no idea why. Um but you just, yeah, you put these things in place. Anyway. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And Good and question, though. Great yeah. question for And no one's alone in it. Great mm. question. And important. So sometimes people will sit with us, <clears throat> and we'll kind of move into some health tips soon, but yeah. um, sometimes people sit with us and they're feeling really flat, and you hear what's going on, and it's actually like, do you know, the reality is 
it's actually a sign of health that you feel sad about this. Yeah. When we talk about it, like, say, for example, with grief, you know, um, we want to feel good all the time. There's probably a reality. If you feel good all the time, when horrible things are happening around you, you might have a different issue. You could be a sociopath, <laughs> right? You oh, could okay. be... Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Like, like quite, yeah. quite literally, yeah. in terms of you could be completely disconnected from reality. We are humans. Every emotion we feel as a human um, has a good and, and proper purpose for it. If you... Don't feel sad when everything is going going on. That can be an indicator in itself that you're once um, again just watch Inside great. Out. Yeah, <laughs> for a for exactly. an, uh, for an exceptional um, yeah. Who needs the podcast? Just yeah. watch that movie over and over. And Seriously, there's yeah, a number two coming good. out by the way. Yes, I did see mm. that. Great. So it's awesome. going to be more content for us. <laughs> more content for a fair. Yeah. <laughs> makes us more um, superfluous, I suppose. Um, yeah. All right, and we're going we're going to talk about a couple of bring you keep uh, flicking in your questions. Mm. Yeah. The Unmasked Podcast underscore AU, uh, the Unmasked Podcast. Obviously, handle was taken. Let's see mm. if we can buy it back from him. Yeah, but we didn't need Who it. Who was it? We're Australian. Um, anyway, whatever. Doesn't matter. We've got our own. <laughs> we got our own. We'll get them kicked. Um, out yeah, well, Jace was going to talk about a couple of <laughs> yeah, some specific really things. Mental health tips. Well, let's go on the back of Lisa. This was, wasn't one that I was going to um, focus on, but I think it's helpful and we use this a, a fair bit as well. And that's re- reframing. Um, reframing how you're seeing things. And so quite often sometimes we'll do this exercise with people. Um, I'll do it with you right now, Stu. Yeah, I'll do oh, it. Oh, I'm um, excited. Has someone got a pen? Yes, uh, right, in front, right in front of you, mate. I've in, got in a your pile of things. Alrighty. <laughs> I've got a piece of paper here, Stu. Yeah, you do. Just paint this picture for us, Lisa. Uh, oh, I can't do it, Stu. Look, for those of you who know Jace, I don't, need pa- I don't need to paint him. Look, there's a Yosemite Sam, a big, big mug to the left of me. There's what did you call him? Yosemite Sam. I, st- I actually you said I'm Yo- not Yosemite. There's, there's no <laughs> you said Yosemite. <laughs> That's no the Jewish. <laughs> there's, uh, there's, our in- there's our Instagram um, little caption there. No. <laughs> Yosemite. Yosemite Sam. <laughs> He's a rabbi, Rabbi Yosemite. <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> instead of losing his keys, Jace has three pairs here. Don't deflect, anyway, Lisa. Anyway. <laughs> With an Atari keyring that I made. Yeah, that's All right, so Stu, I've got a piece of, I've got a blank piece of paper here. I want you to. Just well, yeah. Anyway, is it? All right, so Stu, I want you to have a look at this piece of paper. What have I? What? What do you see on this piece of paper? Uh, lines and a dot. Yeah, lines and a black dot. So I've yep. drawn a black dot on this you piece sure of paper. Have. Right now, if we imagine this piece of paper is your life, mm-hmm. right? And this this black dot here is um, something that's not great for your life sure. right now, right? Uh, and this is what reframe would do. Like quite often, you know, when we hold up, when we look at our life as a blank piece of paper, we can really focus in and only notice the black dot yep. when there's so much more to this piece of paper. And so, you know, if you were to fill in everything else in your life, mm. there's a lot more than just this black dot. So you might say, um, you know, um, under financial stress. Now, that's that's a legitimate stress. That's mm. bad. But what are all the other things going on in your life? Hey, I've got great physical health. I've got a um, you know great family, great wife, mm. great community, great job, great a whole bunch of other things going on in your life. And so reframing is kind of just trying to get a bigger, broader view of your life than just generally, you know, we will, we will um, ruminate on one issue yeah, yeah. and make that a whole life. Yeah. And not that they say that that issue doesn't need to be sorted, yep. um, but it can be a really helpful thing to do to get it. Get a piece of paper, draw a circle on it, write what the issue is, and then around that piece of paper, write everything else okay. that's going well in your life. Did you copy that from Leshek? Yeah, that's what that's essentially oh. what Leshek did with Lisa in terms I just didn't of know. here is um, here is something that's not great in your life, but here is it's not actually your whole life. Mm. You've got a whole bunch of other things mm. in your life, mm. and so that's reframing. And probably to go on with that is the idea of gratitude. <laughs> 
So was that a sneeze or a cough? That was an exhale. Um, <laughs> when you're on a roll, Jace, just keep just, just, sorry, just stuff. Keep yeah. rolling. Right. Yeah. So <clears throat> studies have been shown our brains um, have a negative bias, right? And and so um, studies have shown how we we would lean towards always the negative, and so to have a positive outlook actually takes a lot more energy and effort. Mm. Let me let me show you how they. One of the things I did to study this, they went to two groups of people. So you're my two groups of people. Mm, mm, um, very different. They said, right, you're going to have an operation. Lisa, this operation has a 30% fail rate. Awesome. Then they went to the other group and said, Stu, this operation has a 70% success rate. Okay, asking <laughs> those people if they want the operation, mm. the ones who they said 70% success rate said, yeah, we're in. Those who said 30% fail rate, no, nah, I'm out. Right. Then what they did was they, they added the negative frame or they changed the frame to people. So they went to the, to the positive group and said, now, there is also a 30% fail rate. Those people changed their answer to no, I don't want to have the operation. Mm. When they added the positive frame to the negative people, guess what, Lisa? There's a 70% success I mean, rate. Do it. No, they didn't. They, they still didn't. said no. Ah, okay. Uh. So the negative <laughs> bias is actually more powerful. Right. I've just a couple of questions about yeah. this scenario. <laughs> yeah. Did you just make it up? No, 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 no. Great. And, yep. and they did multiple tests like this, yep. like multiple ones yep. similar. But that's so, so was this surgery necessary? And did they just perform this surgery, which had, in fairness, a pretty high percentage that it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna work? Look, it was a control. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Did no, they yeah. say it to people who were just about to go have an operation? Yeah, yeah, just, no, no. Just, yeah. just for some stats. Look. Bring you in for this psychological study. It's part of this psychological study. <laughs> yeah, you're going you to have to have your brain surgery. There's a chance you're going to die. <laughs> no, no, no. But if we frame it positively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, but what, so essentially they asked a whole bunch of questions of this nature. Yeah, and yeah, what they recognise is once the negative frame comes in, it's really hard to go back to positive. Interesting. Mm. So, like, okay, let me give you, give you an example. If you meet someone and have a, a bad experience of that person, yeah. that colours that person. If you go to a job you have a bad day on the job that colors your whole perspective of the job and and so um our brains will lean towards a negative basis and if, and so for our mental health like that's that's tricky because if everything is negative or you find the negative anything which i find myself doing so often um our brains want to conserve energy they're lazy and so you actually may need to make a conscious effort to see the positive, to see gratitude. That's why doing things like writing a gratitude list mm. regularly or like, you know, if you're a person of prayer, starting the day with thanks, end the day with thanks. Um, when you, you need to put energy into seeing the positive or like with this reframing, you need to put energy into what other other positive things going on. That's a, that's a yeah. deliberate decision, not to be everything's good and sun, sunshine all the time, but a, okay, there's, here's the negatives. What's the list of positives? Also, yeah, it is a, needs to be considered, and a really and a really powerful tool as well, and and something like you said, it's got to be deliberate because mm. you know, much like physical exercise, all this kind of stuff, we can just hope that it gets better, but if we are not actually putting in the work, we're not actually exercising this um, psychological tool, and 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 again, like once again, like physical exercise um, and many things, in the moment, it might seem like. Uh, might seem like it's doing nothing, but when we look back and we look and we gain some perspective about the things that we're doing, we actually see, okay, this is actually something. You know, I actually feel fitter, or I'm actually able to have a better framework. I'm feeling just generally better or more grateful for what's mm. going on. Yeah. Um, and it's that slow bit of a slow process. And 
Okay. Well, well, what what we need to understand is like in terms of like um, standard of living over the last fifty years, standard of living in general has raised so much, mm-hmm. right? Um, but mental health has declined, and here's the interesting kind of along the lines of what we're talking about is that. Um, Advertising is based at trying to help you think that you are missing out on something, that your needs aren't being met and you need something else to meet those needs. And so we are being fed dissatisfaction. We have been increasingly feeling dissatisfied with our lives, which are lives that people could only dream of Mm. 50 years ago, um, that the rich and, you know, the top, you know, 1% of the world in terms of those who live here, like enough to live here in Australia, yeah. but we are so dissatisfied. Mental health is on the rise and there's lots of factors for that. But but a big one is we have a culture of dissatisfaction because that is actually deliberate by um, people who are trying to get our, our money. You need mm-hmm. this thing. You need more things. You don't have enough things. Here's these people who have got more things. And so we constantly feel that where, again, gratitude frames things as satisfaction with what you do have. And the richest people in the world are the people who are actually satisfied with what they have, not the people who have everything and are still completely empty. Mm. Can I can I just, um, uh, I guess, direct our listeners to The Resilience Project, which is um, a great, I don't know, great book, great podcast, great website, and they talk about gratitude a lot. Um, yep. And, it's, you know, their whole thing is about building resilience and they talk about um, that gratitude, uh, empathy, I forget, um, but these things about how to build resilience, and a big part of that is is um, and he draws in this story about this um, a young a kid when he uh, visited India in an incredibly impoverished impoverished land, and this kid would just say this this this, and he was kind of working out, and this kid seemed very happy all this time, and basically what this kid was doing, you know, was like had these new pair of shoes and was just focusing on this amazing thing that he had, and that that's a uh, kind of a so a way to reframe what we're doing. Just be grateful to just kind of pick out things that we that we see along the, in our journey. Once again, not denying uh, grief, not denying sadness, all this kind of stuff, but understanding that, um, that there are good things around us mm-hmm. and we need to remember that and to cultivate a spirit of gratitude. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Um, what, and other ones? What was, well, what's other stuff? Oh, sorry. No, 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 please. that's all good. Just a few things off that. One is it's funny how even when Bella gets sick and then – she's better and you think, oh my gosh, the kids being healthy is everything. Like it's so important. And then they're better again and you just forget that you're really grateful for it. There's so many incidental things that are going right for us, even being in this Christian school in Adelaide. Like there's so many things that are going right that are worth celebrating. So it is good to, to call them out. Also interesting off what Jay said that in in first world countries, the epidemic is is mental health. Whereas you do see in countries that are fighting for survival – they don't even understand the concept of of it because it is you know you need to get food need to, it it just isn't even it's not even an understandable concept over there mm. and and they're happy with nothing and mm. so it's an, interest, an interesting paradigm to look at yes. and think that's a there's two different societies going on in the world and how can we learn from one to to have a good look at, at the state of our current culture. Definitely. Absolutely. There's awesome stuff we can talk about that, I think, in another podcast. But um, let me just give you one other thing. Yeah, and Stu, um, um, And this is from my own personal journey. And I actually just revisited this week is, um, is, is the value of physical exercise for, um, for your mental health. And so I recognise, so like Lisa's saying, our kids have been really sick and it's been really uh, really challenging, like frustrating and, and just has caused a bit of extra stress. And I recognise I was holding a lot of stress as what well, felt like pressure in my body. Um, 
and I recognize, you know, I don't get out and move much. And also understanding things about stress is that your body does actually store it. Like in the muscles, it stores it very differently. Trauma, it stores differently. And so even for your mental health, this is important to know, talk therapy is great, is important and, and very helpful. Mm. But other forms of therapy is really important too. Stuff like, like moving your body and there's specific ones. But what I actually did was just spent some time, um, took an hour and just spent some time stretching. And stretching yeah, and, and what I felt was a huge release of the stress that I f- was feeling and conscious of in my body um, and feeling so much better. Like, and so there are a lot of different things in terms of physical stuff. Mm. Obviously, there's chemicals like, um, that get released when we, we exercise. And so, Stu, I mean, you, you quite regularly, you come st- like straight from work, you go to, to the gym. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's like personal fitness goals and that for you. Yeah. Do you notice a difference mentally or anything like that when you don't get to go to the gym or yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. and and it's a bit of a um uh the word i'm looking for paradoxical thing because quite often when i'm at the gym i'm not necessarily enjoying it but you understand that at the end of it there's um there's there's number one there's at the end of it you can't feel this endorphin hit number two there's a, a sense of community at my gym as well which is super important so there's a there's a level of connection uh, and you do just feel, especially when you're doing things to actively stretch, to actively um, look after certain muscle points and all that kind of stuff, where you do just feel that, you feel that released and you feel, you kind of forget about, not not denying other bad stuff that's happened, but it just sort of gives you an opportunity to, to get it out. And for me, it was, and I think this is very true and a, an important thing to remember, is mm-hmm. that it needs to be the physical exercise that works for you and your personality. So for me, I do um, I go to CrossFit, and I started that about three, three or four years ago, and I, I've tried to, and I, look, I played sort of footy all my life, so I sort of step, kept relatively fit around that kind of that kind of thing. But I, I was always a member of a gym, and I never went to the gym. It never worked for me. I tried Pilates, I tried yoga, I tried all these other. I tried running. Um, and they're all great things, but it, was, it wasn't until and, – and there were certain things about CrossFit that really appealed to me when I started going. So it's a bit more competitive in nature. It's a bit more bang crash. It just sort of suits my personality. And that was the thing. Whereas my wife, the first time she ever came to a CrossFit gym and she was doing <laughs> a thing called a wall ball, she throws the wall, uh, this, you know, this nine-kilo medicine ball in the air – drops it and it hits like the bucket of chalk and chalk just goes everywhere. <laughs> Amazing. Standard Claire behaviour. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. And and so, um, look, that obviously that sullied it. it a bit. But she, but Claire is not a competitive person, right, and doesn't want that kind of extra incentive. She kind of wants to do her own – so she's actually run a couple of marathons. She did Pilates just for quite a bit. Just the New York City. Just the New York City marathon. Twice. Twice. Um, she doesn't like to go on about it. but No, you know, she doesn't have a page for it. The medals, which are literally hanging <laughs> in the front of our house, would indicate otherwise and the jumper that she wears <laughs> as a participant of the New York City Marathon would also suggest otherwise. Anyway, um, but you know, that that's the kind of thing that has worked for her and it's really important that you find that thing. And and it might be Pilates, it might be yoga. Yoga is a really great um, way to to stretch and to to, to br- and to learn to breathe, all that kind of stuff. And people kind of associate it a bit with, um, I guess, with mystic stuff and, and I get why they do that because, you know, there is a sense of meditation and I, you know, I'm a supporter of meditation in the right context. Well, the Bible does say to um, meditate. Yeah, so um, I think yoga is a really great thing, running, whatever it might be. Um, I think all these things are really important and it's important to find the thing that works for you. Absolutely, mm. yeah. And that that is such a good point, an important point. And I like, 
And this is what we'd really encourage. We've talked about um, things that improve mental health and connection is one of them. And here's the idea that you can you can hit a few of these on the same thing. If you join a running group or a walking group mm. or a, um, a, reg- a regular thing, you can build community and connection in a space where you're also hitting the physical as well. Um, yeah, I would recommend yeah. you do that. And and yeah. when, um, you know, about a year ago, a bit over a year ago, had some stuff happen in my world, which was, was really hard. And um, just being able to go to the gym mm. and being able to connect and just having people around and was just a really super important thing for mm. me just to sort of get through that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Quick so, question, hypothetically. Yeah. What if someone who is exercising is also waking up the new puppy at 5am and the rest of the household? Well, that how, would would, how would one do it? What if well, they're stretching while they're <laughs> maybe, maybe the rest of the house needs to, uh, to join in. Get up, join in a bit of a family situation. Family stretch get at 530. Jay, say some really great things. Uh, we might just leave the other ones until yeah, another, another time. time. There's plenty of them because yeah, there's yeah. plenty of them. But try putting one or two of those in place. Get a piece of paper put a dot on it, put your problem inside the dot and then put everything else great around it. Yeah. Lisa, anything else that you want to add to to this side of the discussion? No, I love it. I just think that um, a lot of people were struggling and slugging through at the moment. It's at, that's okay. Mm. And winter is ending and oh. summer is coming and that's always... do you hate it when there's like a day of 20 degrees mm, and then tease. the next day it's just that tease of yeah. like getting ready for this. Um, no, that's fantastic, Hang Jason. Hang in there, guys. Jason Lee, thank you so much. Don't forget to go to the Instagram page. Suggestions for intro songs, suggestions for... And questions as well are really important. Make sure you share this podcast um, on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you can get it. Um, but we are Jason Stewart and Lise, the Unmasked Podcast. Um, featuring Stan Bush. Featuring Stan Bush. Have a great week. Love you guys.